Welcome back to TNI UK Impacted episode 122, coming to you live via the Total Nonstop Impact Network on YouTube and Twitch. And if you listen on the go, then we're also available on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm your host, Bosun, and today I am joined by, of course, the one and only Joker. Hello, buddy. You all right? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm not bad at all. Um, obviously, I've got a little bit of beefalo later, but... Uh... Yeah! yeah, I'm definitely back. <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm ready for it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, how's your week been other than, uh, yeah, other than a little bit of beefalo? Oh, not a beefalo. Um... It's been it's been uh, okay. Uh, pretty exciting weekend, apart from the sound issues. Um, I've I've been c- catching up on uh, the Wrestle Carnival. They've uploaded one of their live shows. I think I think you'd went to you gone to this one. Um, it was when they had first they crowned their first world champion and their first um, women's champion, the king right. of the carnival. So I've been watching that. Um, got got up to. Joe Hendry's match, which is about um, two hours in. Joe, Joe Hendry versus um, Axe Man. Joe Hendry doing the his Axe Man. Yeah. yeah. That. <laughs> so it was. Um, it's been really enjoyable so far, and um, it, um, it, um, the next match is between some two guys from Japan, which is going to be really good. Um, going to be yep, finishing yep, 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 I remember tonight. it well. Yeah, yeah. It was a good show that. Really, really good show. I suggest anyone who's, uh, you know, watching, you know, into the, any of the British uh, wrestling promotions at all. Wrestle Carnival is a really good one. Uh, I, you know, the the guys over there, Gary Ward especially, puts in a lot of time and effort. He wants it to be, you know, as high production value as possible, and he wants everyone to be entertained. And and I have to say, it's it's not bad. It's not bad at all for a, for a small promotion. It's not bad at all. So uh, make sure you go and check that out. That's available for free on YouTube at the moment. Go and check it out. Um, Yeah, but uh, there you go. Enough of Wrestle Carnival. Can I just say a quick hello to... We've got a few people already joining us in the chat. We've not been so popular for a while, but there you go. Uh, From the start, I mean, from the start. So Mir's in the house. uh, Heel Punk Trace is in the house. uh, Bonkers. Anna's here with us. Barry Monkey, the Cockmeister, is in the house. So we've got, uh, and you know, everyone needs to be on their best <laughs> behavior, not just the cockmeister, but everyone on your best behavior until the point where you don't need to be on your best behavior. But I'm sure you'll figure out when that is. Um, but guys, make sure if you're new to the channel and you like what you see uh, so far, then consider smashing that subscribe button and giving us obviously a thumbs up. Really, really important. In fact, do it now. Everybody, thumb it up, thumb right up right now. Give it the beefalo horns. 
and then give it a thumbs up. That's what I say. And if you would like uh, to show your appreciation with the old super sticker or whatever, uh, then of course we would very much appreciate that. And of course that helps us promote uh, promote us even more and the content and give us the opportunity to put out more and more stuff uh you probably noticed i've been banging out a few bits and bobs here and there don't forget to go and check out bison's motivated mindset series uh i started that last week i'm hopefully going to try and put out another another or episode two either uh friday or it may be early part of next week so uh make sure you get involved and uh, go and check that out show me some support again you know, because of the music and stuff like that that's in, in the gym, we can't monetize those. So it's not about money. It's just about, um, you know, checking them out. I'm talking, I'm I'm doing it because I want people to know that you can, you know, we can all get in the gym. We can all make ourselves healthier and happier people. And I think, go and check it out. It's well worth, it's well worth checking out. Um Obviously, I'm still doing the TNI in 60s as well. I've, I'm not putting them out every single day now, but I'm doing my best. I'm going to put them out as much as I can. But it's just for me. It's just finding the time to do all these extra bits and bobs. Uh, I'm a I'm a busy guy. I you know I run a business as as well as other bits and bobs as well. So um, I've got to spread. What I'm starting to well, I was starting to spread myself a little thin. So I will keep putting stuff out as best I can. Um, so keep it on it and please keep supporting. And if you can, like I said, the odd super sticker here or there, or, or just, uh, just giving us a thumbs up and sharing all the content that we put out is, is, is all we need so that more and more people get to see us. Uh, it is important. You know, we want to try and hit that 2000, uh, subscribers, uh, as soon as we can, we're almost there. You know, I think we're at something like 18, 1869 or something like that. We're, we're, we're doing well, we're doing well, but we're almost there, but still got a little way to go. So share, thumbs up, let everybody know about us. You know, just, just, it's, it's, it's the way to help us, really. The thumbs up are the way to help us. Thumbing, sharing, letting everybody know how, how much you love the show. Unfortunately, Steve is still unavailable. Um, just so that you, that you are aware, he is, uh, he's still under the weather, but uh, he is getting better. So fingers crossed in the next couple of weeks, you never know, he may he may turn up again. Um, but just bear with us. Um, like I say, he may even turn up in the chat later. You don't know. You never know. Um, Joe, should we get into the news, rumors, and impact recap of the week? Oh, should we? That's disgusting! Oh, we said least news and rumors. <laughs> it is. That's disgusting! <laughs> 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 you know, Santino, love him. Anyway, so listen, guys, the new season of Diaries hit uh, is hit with part one, which is now available. Part one of Josh Alexander, which is now available. Uh, I believe it's well, it's on YouTube. I'm, uh, I'm not sure if it's for free because it's difficult for me to tell because I uh, I, I subscribe to Ultimate Insider, so um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's on there. If it's on, I. I I get to see it because I'm on on this side, so it pops up and I see it. So I don't know. It might be available for free. I'm not sure. But if it is and you're not a subscriber, you're not subscribed to the Insider Package, Ultimate Insider Package, you need to subscribe because these kind of content is definitely worth it. Um, this is all extra stuff. It's well and truly worth it. Definitely. Um, what we Bonus, baby. What you got going on there? What's this? Uh, 
He's, he, he's to... showing his appreciation for basically what, what, oh. what you've been, been, been saying about you've been tied up in that. You know, I I do some, but I get so much bloody mental bu um, blocking and things like that. I just don't know where the hell to start. But if, if I if I could, could uh, figure out how the how, how to actually how to well, actually I... get it done and and do it, I I chip put out some i cover some of the um the n60 stuff but i haven't got the charisma of the bison too so i'll probably push people away rather than draw them in oh yeah, dude, but... don't worry about all of that it's all <laughs> listen i do as much as i can and i want you guys you know i just i just want to make sure that we keep you guys in the loop on everything you know most of the stuff went on the tier 960 you probably even know already but uh, at the end of the day, I just want to make sure if anyone isn't in the loop on some of this stuff, well, you get to find out about it. And of course, at the end of the day, you know, the more content that we push out for you guys, the better, um, because, you know, we want to make sure that uh, we keep everyone happy. We've got to keep everyone happy. That's the key. But anyway, I was talking about the new season of Diary, which is fantastic. And if uh, you haven't seen it yet, go and check it out. It's really, really good. I can't wait for episode two of Josh Alexander um, to come out. It's really good. So uh, go, go and check it out. You learn quite a lot about some of your favorite guys. So it's definitely worth checking it out. Now, talking about Josh, he's also got a new Canada T-shirt available, um, of course, ahead of Sacrifice, which is the Canada tapers later this month. And it's all available on shoppingpat.com. Go and check it out. It's a cool shirt, actually. Um, and you can see why it's a good time to release this one. Obviously, we're heading over to Toronto later on this month for Sacrifice. Um, it's Sinclair's College as well, that one, I believe. So that, that's in Windsor, isn't it? That one. That's in Windsor, yeah, Ontario. Yeah, Sinclair's in, uh, is so in Windsor. Sure you, yeah. That's right. So make sure you get out and ch check that stuff out. Really, really good. Um, who needs Meltzer or Sean Ross crap when you've got Bison in 60? There you go. There you go exactly. <laughs> don't need none of those idiots when you got me. You really don't. <laughs> so if you're, if you're interested in the Canada shirt, if you're in Canada and you're watching the show, then go, in, uh, go and check that out. Um, but, um, you know, Steve Steve is okay, guys. Don't don't worry too much. You know, I mean, he's a little bit unwell, but he's okay. He's not, he's not, uh, he's not disappeared yet. He's, he, he will be back. Just, just bear with us. He will be back. And talking about injury or illness or whatever, it's been reported that Yuya Uemura suffered a neck injury from the from a top turnbuckle powerbomb delivered by Sammy Callahan of all people. Uh, but it has been released today that after a checkup and some rest, he's going to be fine. Um, he can't wait to get back in the ring. Um, and guys, you know, I, I saw Sammy getting a load of crap online for this. You know, at the end of the day. You know, it's wrestling. People get injured. You know, we're, we're, yeah. they're, they're doing some big spots, um, you know, and, and, and it didn't quite work out on this particular occasion. You just suffered a bit of concussion and a bit of neck problem. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, he's fine and he will be back in the ring. Uh, probably, well, I, I, I don't know. He might he might as well. He might be in, in the next set of tapings for all we know. Uh, but the bottom line is he's okay. So um, there you go. So that's the news on that one. Um, here's another beef. Uh, what is the deal with Steph Delander? Um, it was thought that she may have been signed to Impact after a decent promo package introduced that she was going to be, um, uh, you know, you know, uh, coming up on the brand. Uh, of course, they, you know, they were invested in her, um, uh, and then facing two big names in the knockout division as well. 
and uh, at the last set of tapings to then appear on AEW Dark. What's going on with this? Clearly, she wasn't, or she isn't signed. Um, so, you know, we need to start to, um, you know, wonder what's going on with this kind of stuff, because why invest money in putting a promo package together saying this person is coming, stick him on the show to go against Jordan and, and uh, Deanna, give him a good showing. He even did an in-ring promo, you know, saying that she was putting the, the knockouts on, on, uh, on notice kind of story. Um, and then that, and then obviously we don't see her. She turns up on dark. I don't know. I don't know if she's at this current set of tapings, whether it's a trial period or Whenever she's done one, of, wherever they've done one of these kind of like you know six month trial do you know things or something, I don't know. But um, we really could do with a couple more talents uh, in the uh, in the knockout division as well. So I don't know what's going on there, but uh, I think we need to you know we need to start locking some of these guys in, especially now we've got the Ring of Honor thing. They're starting to do TV tapings. Jake Christ, of course, um, was on that set of tapings. Another guy that we. Really should be having on Impact Wrestling. I really don't understand why he's not. Um, you know, I, I know there was a quite a few former Impact Wrestling stars on there. Lady Frost was on there. Oh, Barry's just mentioned that. Lady Frost was on there uh, on Ring of Honor as well. Yeah, she's, so, she's signed to the Ring of Honor now. You know, what's going on, guys? Impact, you need to start signing and locking these people up. Otherwise, they're just going to go elsewhere and get signed and locked up. Um, but anyway, Mir saying the impact will not air the Callahan Yuya match after what happened during the match. Um, uh, I don't know, have they stated that? I don't know, Christ. Uh, I, I, when I read this, I thought I thought I thought it was um during them about when that during their match they had before um no surrender because they they barely helped. Um, Callahan and Dina had a hell of a match against Kazarian and you, you, you're more there, and, and you know, he took a power bomb into the turnbuckle then, and a like, pretty, pretty nasty landing. But he, he got up and he was fine. I thought it was mm. in, in reference to then, but oh god, uh, uh, um, I can if, if it's not going to be Ed, I can understand why, you know, because someone's doing that and the match haven't stopped, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's, obviously what's happened? No, no one wants to see that. So you know they didn't show Moose chucking Sammy Callahan over the rope and breaking his leg. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. That is true. So I would imagine they're probably not going to show it, which is a shame because obviously yeah. that puts them a, that puts them a match down, doesn't it, for that set of tapings? Um, I wonder whether they. Oh, they, they, uh, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. What, um, then we have the. the Wasted air time coming. They could have put that there. <laughs> well, they'll we'll probably, talk about that in a second. So they'll um, probably put that in as a, as a clapback or replay, like they did before. Oh, Christ, no, let's not do that. <laughs> Las Vegas no surrender event was a sellout, um, and the rumor is that the following two days were also not far off capacity, which is also fantastic news it just goes to show that people are really starting to show up now for impact wrestling uh vegas is always a good crowd um we seem to be doing well in atlanta as well now and of course um you know we're, we're doing well uh you know as a collective now i mean hard to kill was sold out other uh, you know a lot of other shows have been sold out it's great great news um what's this uh, please answer my question above okay let me have a great look cockmeister <laughs> Uh, there's been a few vestiges since then, by the looks of it. 
Uh, watching T and I always make my post dinner washing up session more bearable. Pulling up on my marigolds after getting soapy. Right. Okay. What? What am I? I don't know what I'm supposed to say. What am I supposed to say to that? Um, I don't know. But anyway, uh, I hope that you are enjoying washing up right now whilst listening to uh... in the scrotissimus region. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Whilst you're in the scrotissimus region. Um, but anyway, this week's episode of Wild On featured Harley Cameron. Um, this is well worth a watch via the Impact YouTube channel. Um, I absolutely love Wild On. I think it's brilliant. So um, I, I, if you've not watched it yet, I suggest you start giving it a go because it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a really good podcast and uh, she gets some really good guests on every single week. Obviously, she's lucky because she's she knows all these people personally. So uh, it, it's good to see. Steve Macklin is now set to face Josh Alexander at Rebellion for the world title. That's obviously been released based on what happened at uh, No Surrender, and we'll get into that in a second. So there's not not really a massive amount of news and stuff to get into, which is good because it means that we can get straight into the No Surrender review. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's just get in there. And I apologize for my snot. You know, everybody, you can hear me sniffing. I do apologize. Um it doesn't help that out in the man cave is bloody freezing. All right. I'm just saying it's a bit cold out here and it's making me making my nose run a little bit. Um, okay. So we'll start off with the countdown show. We had Jell Shaw, uh, obviously with, uh, with Jay Vidal, my uh, guest from, uh, from uh, Bison Talks Impact last week. Again, make sure you check that out, guys. It's on, it's on the channel. It's on under interviews. Go and check it out. It's a really good one versus Diana Perazzo. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, why is Diana Perazzo on the pre-show? We've always talked about this many, many times. Because, you know, you know you're going to get a decent match. I mean, if, if people tune in and see some good matches, they're going to be interested in possibly getting those last-minute buys with regards to the actual show itself. So it's well worth it. Great match. And it was a great match to open the countdown with. Uh, and of course, you know, with the with the Savannah Evans distraction allowing Giselle to take the victory over Deanna. So Deanna loses to Giselle Shaw. But like I say, based on the distraction from Savannah Evans, of course, after the match, Fidel Evans raised the hand of Shaw. So it looks like um, when we thought Savannah was maybe possibly starting to get that, you know, that push on her own, it looks like they've aligned her with Giselle Shaw and Jay Vidal. What are your thoughts on that, Joe? I am the f***ing greatest. Is that it? Is that all you got to say? Or No, I, I, um, this was a really, really good match. And, and once again, John Prazo um, lost um, classically due to, to heel, heel tactics, showing that she had bested everybody that, that tried to stop her. Until so the unexpected happens, so you know she um, had everyone's everyone sorted. I I enjoyed this match. I was surprised to see Savannah Evans come out, and also a bit disappointed as well because I was hoping we'd see Savannah Evans break out on her own a bit more now. So, but this has an interesting yeah, dynamic because we, I, I know we know Tasha Steeles is away for a while, so could Diana Brazo end up um, working with Tasha Steeles when she comes back to try and get even? Ooh, you never know. You never know. I mean, she is the greatest to beat the greatest. You never know, of course. Um, now, what Barry's saying is, I don't think this match, uh, Giselle and Deanna uh, suited each other. 
uh, Styles, to be honest, wasn't a good match for me. Okay, so Barry didn't enjoy this one. I personally did. I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think Giselle and Deanna are both fantastic talents. Uh, um, but, you know, each to their own. Each to their own. We all have different opinions. That's what makes Exactly. We then had Jonathan Gresham versus Mike Bailey. Now, once again, a fantastic matchup between two incredibly talented wrestlers on the Impact roster. My question is, why the hell was this not on the main card? Because I, you know, for me, I get the whole, you know, scenario with uh, with regards to try and get people to buy and stuff, but this. This should have been on the main card and in place of something that we're going to talk about later, in my opinion. Um, so, but this was a fantastic match. I mean, good God. Uh, Jonathan Gresham narrowly defeats Mike Bailey in this match. But good God, was this a good match, wasn't it, Joe? It was amazing. It was, I, I'm so, so close, right down to the wire. Even, even the, um, like, you could use almost like Matthew Raybould and Tom Hanlon. They were so into this match. They really helped elevate it even more. And it, it was it's intense. You know, it's the technical prowess of both of these guys is insane. And that they kept they kept on referring to where Mike Bailey took on Trey Miguel. It was what that's for me too. You know, they're just so they just work so well together, Gresham and Bailey. Any either one could have walked out victorious, and they would have both been winners. It was such a good match. And it, if you know, if you needed a reason to buy into the turn, no surrender, this match was it. But I do agree. You know, looking at the full card and how things went. This should have been on the on the main card, but we, then with the yeah, week before we talk about um, this, this was like the match that would get you to buy in on the buy in. So, so it made sense since it being on, on the pre show. See, I mean that's the thing. I mean maybe it would have been the match that helped us get the buy in here, but then maybe it should have been the Giselle Shaw versus Diana Perazzo match that should have been on the show. I don't know, but there's so many matches they could have done, and when you think about it, so many talents that weren't actually represented on the yeah. No Surrender pay-per-view as well as the the count you know they could have definitely have fitted fitted you know these these people well, i i say, I, I, say, I say to you in messenger that the the um digital digital media exclusive match we got this week could have been been there and it would have done a better job <laughs> yeah yeah no exactly <laughs> yeah no i agree totally 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 we then obviously no surrender is now live um What's that? Who's in the chat? Can't wait for Bison's rant. <laughs> okay. Uh, Director of Authority, obviously, Santino Morella welcomes us to the show. Um, and he announces that his acquisition of Frankie Kazarian, his first signing, um, you know, and obviously introduces the design versus con. We sort of kind of got that going. Then we had Santino Morelli, uh, Morella, sorry, joins Tom Hannafan and Matthew Raywell on commentary, which I thought was pretty good. Um, obviously, you know, we then get into the match. Kazarian clothesline Con over the top rope. Con bounces off the ropes, then takes out Kazarian with a clothesline of his own on the outside. Back in the ring, Con hits a spine buster uh, for two. Con launches him over the top rope with a vicious Irish whip. Um, I do like Irish whippets, you know, when they're done like, like viciously. Yeah. When they're done viciously, I do like them. Uh, Kazarian creates an opening then turns uh the tide with a reverse ddt uh con counters with the flux capacitor then creates a uh then crashes and burns on the die uh, on a diving headbutt attempt angels distracts the referee but kazarian makes him pay 
dearly. <laughs> Callahan uh, inadvertently nails Colm with a steel chair, allowing Kazarian to cat- capitalize with the cutter for the one, two, three. Now, listen. I thought this was really good. I thought Con was fabulous in this match, and I think if there was anybody out there that doubted that Con was a re- was a good acquisition, uh, was a good signing for Impact Wrestling, they should be put to bed after this match, because I think this match with Kazarian was really strong for him. Um, obviously, strong for Kazarian. Frankie defeats Con, and of course the design. But uh, um, either way, I thought this was a really good opening match. What do you think? I love this match. This is the the, um, the the best way to open it. It was a good opener. Kazarian, the veteran, he, um, Khan's a, uh, a bit of a ring veteran too, but new fresh face to impact wrestling. You know, he got a, this is his first one-on-one match and he went up against one of the best in the world and held his own until Sammy back whacked him with the chair. And yep. it's just a great way to continue on the story. You know, it's like, is Sammy Callahan leading towards Frankie Kazarian now. Dina, Dina was right up in his face. It's an accident! Yeah, Joe, that's... it was an accident! <laughs> Come on! It was an accident. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, we know it was an accident, yeah. Yeah, it was an accident! You know? Come on. But I know what you're saying. It was a hell of a match. I think it was a good, strong, solid match. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it furthered the story. Um... But I don't know. I, I think I think I mean Mir's a I mean Mir's making a point there. He's saying that the, the Callahan, the design storyline is uh, a little bit too similar to the bloodline, Sami Zayn storyline. Um, um maybe. I mean, like I say, I don't watch WWE, but I sort of follow highlights and stuff. So I can see what you're saying, but I don't think it's the same. Um it's similar. It is similar. Um and to be fair, both of them have been sort of kind of running roughly about the same same time really haven't they yeah. um, so i don't think they're copying each other um i just think you know it's a similar idea this running alongside each other at a similar time um but we'll have to see because you know i i still think there's a lot of legs in this with sally where, where oh, is this yes. going yeah, who is he a, gonna bring in i'm sorry there's a, there's... He's, he's bringing people in yeah at some point sammy callahan is bringing somebody in with regards to this i just know it um so i'm waiting for that to happen however Backstage, Brian Myers hopes that Moose makes a fall out of the digital media champion Joe Hendry tonight. Just like Joe Hendry did to his his best friend, Edge's bitch, number one. Uh, Of course... Um, of course, I quite like this promo. I thought it was pretty good. I like the way that they obviously continue talking about Matt Cardona as well, even though we know that he's not on the roster page at the moment. I think he's gone for a little while, but I still don't think he's gone for good. Um, to me, would... you will always be Edge's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, we then get the knockouts. Um, World Tag Team Champions, uh, Death Dolls, Jessica Tyre Valkyrie, of course, with the Hive Queen herself, Rosemary, versus the Hex, Alison Kay, and of course, Marty Bell. Um, so we've got the so this is obviously the world's uh, the, the, the knockout world tag team championship. Now, let's do the rundown of the show and then we'll talk about the technical, yeah, yeah, these afterwards. So, um, 
so Kay whips Belle into the corner where uh, she collides with Jessica. Uh, Kay taunts Valkyrie, allowing Belle to illegally attack Jessica while the referee is distracted. Hex cut of the ring <coughs> and employ quick tags as they begin to um, wear Jessica down. Jessica finally creates some separation, allowing her to make the tag to uh, a fired-up tire Valkyrie. Uh, the pace quickens as Valkyrie hits Kay with uh, a blue thunderbomb. I love that. Valkyrie stomps Kay's face into the mats. Woo! Um, but Bell breaks the pin. The Death Dolls counter hex marks the spot, uh, leading to the sick driver from Jessica to score the pin on Bell. Uh, obviously, that meant that uh, the Death Dolls leave no surrender as uh, the tag team champions continuing uh, continuing their reign. I actually thought that was going to be it for them, but anyway, after um, I'm, I'm sure the st- I'm sure this isn't the end of the story, uh, especially after an interview I heard the the Hex doing just before no surrender. It seems that they're probably going to be around for a little while, which is great news uh, for for Impact fans for fans of the knockouts division full stop and of course for the knockouts themselves because that's two fantastic wrestlers um that are going to be on impact tv for the foreseeable future so i'm excited about that my beefalo with this particular segment was the sound now the sound had been a little bit of an issue from the start of the show they'd obviously been having a few technical issues it did keep sort of kind of clocking in and out a little bit through the night but at this moment it literally stopped um you couldn't hear anything i was absolutely pissed by the point that it literally was was gone for the entire match uh it just literally came back together again towards the end um guys you know we've got to stop we've got to stop with this stupid shit like you know you want to be taken seriously and these things we've got to fix. We cannot continue to have these problems when we go live. It's a joke. It makes Impact Wrestling look a joke. And you're going to have to stop it. You're going to have to figure it out and stop it from happening because it just pisses the fans off. And if at that moment you had some new fans tuning in, they probably tuned out. And we might not see them ever again. It sucks. Stop it. Joe, what did you think of this match? I, I was completely disconnected from the match because of, because of all the sound issues. It, it just took my attention off the match completely. I was just... So I, could, I couldn't concentrate on the match Yeah, because there's, there's no sound to, to, to carry everything. From what I could see from it, it was really... It was great athletic, athletic and, and all that sort of stuff. But... When you when you when you're not actually engaged in the match, you don't really take it on board. So I just sat there basically watching a, a silent um, match play out for about um, three and then about about quarter with about quarter of the match left. The sound comes back in blurry and it's it's over. It's uh, it's like literally I might as well just go out of the room, come back in, and then and not missed anything. I have to watch it again to really take in what see what had happened because. You know, Ty Valkyrie, um, Jessica, Alison Kay, and Matty Bell are amazing, absolutely amazing in the ring. And I was really looking forward to this match when, when we were doing the, the um, review and everything, the, the preview to, to this. I was yeah. this, this is one of the matches I was really looking forward to well, seeing. I have to say, I mean, you know, apart you did get that disconnect because you couldn't hear it or hear what yeah. was going on commentary and all that kind of stuff. But you know, the match was really good. Like. 
if you if you just sat there and watched it, you could see the tag, the hot tags were good. You know, it was quick pace. There was some good storytelling going on. Um, it just because there was no there was no commentary, you had no cheering. It just ruined it. It just ruined it. Oh yeah. But there you go. Yeah, that's that's I'm I'm ranting. I get what you're saying, and of course, other companies do have these kind of issues as well. Um, however, we seem to get it now on a regular basis with Impact. There's always something, even if it's only a split for like you know a couple of minutes or whatever. There's always something with the sound. Always, it's always sound that's the problem. They need to get it sorted out. Um, what's this? Uh, my sound didn't drop out all the way. It definitely half on it was distracting a bit but uh you know he still enjoyed it the i watched, it on, I, I watched I... it on impact plus the sound cut off completely throughout your front bit throughout the match and it came back on with about um five minutes before the match had ended it was and, but you, yeah you it hear, did like... for me as well it did for me but I'll tell you the problem i've got is it's like two o'clock in the freaking morning Right, yeah. and I've got the sound on fairly quiet so that I don't wake up my children, you know, and my and my wife and whoever else is staying that particular day or whatever. Right, you know, I can't turn the volume up because what if it suddenly kicks back in again and wake the entire house up? You know, I can't yeah. do that. To me, it sounded like it was just done. It was gone. I didn't. Oh, baby. Happy. I wasn't happy. Can I just say thank you ever so much for that super sticker heel punk trace? I appreciate it. Um, but you know, maybe it was just soft, but for me, I couldn't turn it up, so I couldn't hear a sausage, or I couldn't hear anything. Um, and it's just not good enough. Any any sound problems, it's just not good enough. And you know, you know, we invest our money, our time, you know, in these in this stuff, and it should be right. It should be right. And yes, it did come back loud in the end, but that's what I'm talking about. If it had gone down low, and if I turn Turned it up, right? Because it had gone down low, and then all of a sudden the sound come back in loud again. I'm waking up my, my family, and it's not good enough. It's not acceptable. It needs to be right from the start and stay right. It's simple as that. Simple as that. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to talk about this any longer. Sound problems. Every single live show is not acceptable. Get it sorted. Done. Thank you, Barry. <laughs> uh, anyway. We then move on to the digital media champion Joe Hendry versus Moose.com, uh, a dot combat match for the digital media championship. Um, I believe in Joe Hendry. <laughs> uh, Moose, a smile on everyone's face. <laughs> everyone, that's it. That's how we put a smile on our face. Give us a bit of Joe. Um, Moose jumps in uh, before the opening bell to gain an early advantage. Hendry smashes a keyboard over the back of Moose. I like that bit because it just went everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hendry attempts uh, the trust fall, but Moose rakes his eyes uh, to avoid it. Hendry tosses Moose over the top rope instead. Then whips him into the steel ring posts. Moose puts him through a table on the outside. Hendry nails him in the head with a with a with a Sega Dreamcast. I like I like the way that we, you know, we, we yeah. know exactly what this stuff is. Uh, then uses a remote control car. Uh, this was funny to add insult to injury. <laughs> Henry successfully hits the trustful, uh, but it's not enough. And to keep Moose down, Moose goes high, goes sky high with a thunderous power bomb for two. Because uh, I like scumbags. 
Uh, <laughs> he, uh, sorry, Moose empties a bag of keycaps on the map, but Hendry makes him pay for it with a super with a superplex. Hendry hurls a gaming chair at Moose, followed by a pop up power bomb into the keycaps uh, for another near fall. I tell you what, right? Those that must have hurt, man. It's, those oh, yeah. are like, it's like basically landing on Lego, isn't it? To be fair, yeah. it's pretty much exactly the same thing. <laughs> um, anyway, um, Hendry places the VR headset on Moose's uh, <laughs> head and uh, torments him with the uh, dancing Moose music video. Uh, I loved it. The, the bit where uh, it's all up on the screen, what he's looking at, I thought was brilliant. Um, anyway, Moose rolls him, rolls him up with a with a hold on the tights. Uh, we get a turn about his, fa- um, his fair play as Hendry does the same to score the pimple. Uh, and of course, you know, Hendry retains his digital media title. I love this match, right? This is, it, it was so much fun. It was, this match was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. There were some of the silly moments in there, like running the radio, the radio control into Moose's nuts, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, and, and there was one point where uh, you go when they picked up a bigger remote control and it just didn't work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it just didn't work. And they just picked it up and threw, threw it at his head. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought there was some there was some great stuff going on, but uh, I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, did you enjoy it? I loved this match. It was just it was just a, a good laugh, and um, you it, 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 it was just it was different from Moose. You know, everyone's like expecting Moose to be so so, so stone faced and, and not not engaged in a comedy style match like this, or, or you know, and he, he he executed it all perfectly. You know, it just just shows that uh, just how open-minded Moose is and that, you know, he's, he's not afraid to, to, to step out of his comfort zone and all that. And Joe Hendry's just, as just the movie champion, he's, he's absolutely perfect for this. It w- yeah. wouldn't have worked any other way if, if it was, if Joe Hendry wasn't champion, unless they had Matt Cardona in this match as well. That would probably would have worked well. Pop-up yeah. bonus baby's comment. I like that one. That's really good. He's put it there. Would have loved to, uh, would love to have been in the backstage brainstorm session for the dot .com match. <laughs> Let's yeah. do this. Let's do this. We'll use a we'll use a gaming chair. Quick, find a pawn shot. We need the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, J- Joe Henry asked on Instagram, <laughs> what, what what weapons would you all like to, to to see coming? I said to him, bring a Sega Dreamcast. So when, when yeah, I saw exactly. I thought, fucking hell. <laughs> I, they, they, yeah, they got out Mega Drives. What we needed a Mega Drive. We, we could do with a, a Nintendo 64 next time. Yeah. Uh, yeah but they bring out Sega Mega they, Drive. If I have one of them bashed in my head, that fucking hurts. <laughs> <laughs> need a playstation one we could do one of those you know with the old top loader yeah that, that'd that be good a... um <laughs> next time what we need to do is get joe hendry gets to the, the dreamcast to flip him off that, that that had me laughing as well <laughs> yes that was brilliant that was so funny but we need to get the um i forgot what it's called oh god let's do me any name what was it called oh oh no so a bag of broken uh, CDs, you know, like the oh uh, the yes, discs they use for the yeah, that would be cool. Just full loads of broken discs, that would be cool. Uh, as as the things that you need to be slammed on. Yeah, and a big uh, big big go. black bag, and it's just, just full of broken CDs and get yeah, game cartridges. <laughs> yeah, game cartridges. That would be yeah, the old school like Nintendo sixty four cartridges. That would yeah. be good. Bl- blow into um, it and then it, let's see see what happens. <laughs> see if it makes it work. <laughs> 
Well, we then got a backstage segment where Mickey James declares victory in her Knockouts World Title uh, defense against Masha Slamovich later tonight. Um, I really like this promo. Actually, I thought it was really good. Uh, Mickey was on top form as always because she is the goat. Uh, so I, I was happy um, that she got a nice backstage moment because she is awesome. She was. She's hardcore country. Da da. Da da da. That, yeah, exactly. She's hardcore country, baby. Uh, hardcore country! <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and that's interesting. So, uh, bonus baby saying that I said that on the uh, TNI review show, uh, at jo- um, and uh, Jordan said that they should have had a segment with uh, Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice. Um, looking for <laughs> or looking for the pawn shop to buy the Dreamcast. Yeah, that would have been really funny. Um, there you go, Atari B- BCS two uh, twenty six hundred. Oh that yeah, really that's way, that's way now, that is time. old school. Yeah, I tell you what, they could do without there. You could do with like um things like um like proper old school TVs. You know, do you remember the um the ones where you used to get? They had like a six inch screen on. And then yeah. a radio next to it. You had an aerial, and you had to like tune it in. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, I, I've got levels. I, I can remember them. Yeah, yeah, that, that was so long. Like all sorts of shit like that would be funny. Um, <laughs> gets car radios. What about CBs? Let's get the C. You know, ten four, ten four, rubber ducky. We get all that <laughs> shit going on. Oh my god. Anyway, there's loads of stuff we could do. Now, mate, we're getting on to the proper rant time here now because the next segment here was Dave LaGreca, host of the first ever live, apparent, busted open with Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer. Now, I'm going to, before I start ranting on this, right, I'm going to run down what happened. So, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, they, now the idea is that they've both got 60 seconds to air their grievances, right? So, um, and of course, after winning the previous night's Beat the Clock Challenge, Bully has earned the right to speak first. Now, Bim, now, you know, after a little bit of uh, mm, shall I mm, uh, going on, uh, Bully admits that uh, he he's gone too far, and he simply says that he's sorry. But Dreamer doesn't buy it. Bully admits that he's gone too too far, especially um, what he said about Dreamer's mother. Uh, Bully wants to make amends with Dreamer before he dies. That was like cringeworthy shit. Dreamer begins to accept his apology, but then. Bully turns on him with a coffee and nails him uh, with the uh, with the head of the uh, was it I don't know what the carafe is I don't know what that was you know the the coffee anyway whatever that yeah. was the the thing that you had the coffee in. I don't know I, I just had um, coffee uh, coffee in a cup you know from from a yeah. big well from a kettle I don't use any of the bloody coffee machines and now I, I worked with one of them when I worked at the garage and they're a fucking pain in the ass I'm never touching one of them again yes there you go no. <laughs> Here's my thing. Other than this being an absolutely cringe-worthy in-ring moment, like the whole thing was completely. That's exactly what this segment was. It was absolute dog shit, right? Um, I don't get it. What I I I honestly do not understand what this segment is all about. So other than getting the three main hosts of Busted Open on Impact TV, uh, promoting it, I don't know what they're getting out of this Impact at all. 
Um, it's just, it was just garbage. It was absolute garbage. The, the, the storytelling was shit. And frankly, it took up a good 25 minutes of screen time that you could have had a great match. Impact is not about this bullshit. This is bullshit. Impact is about great in-ring action, right? With a little bit of storytelling around the outside of it. It just didn't make sense. Um, but it, it just wasn't there. It just wasn't, you know, I just don't get it. Like my my, my biggest question here, if I, if I had Scott Damore, uh, you know, any of the backstage guys, if they were in front of me right now, I'd be saying, what the fuck was that? Yeah. What was it? Give me a reason as to why this segment is in this show, right? Who wants to see Tommy Dreamer in the ring anyway? Who wants it? Like, Tommy is great. He's a great wrestling mind. Fantastic doing the good stuff backstage, speaking to wrestlers, bringing stars in, you know, doing whatever else he does backstage. He doesn't need to be in the ring anymore. I am done with Tommy Dreamer. He is turning me off the product, right? I don't want to see Tommy's fat ass in the ring anymore. The dude's out of shape. His promo work isn't that great, right? And we just, he was never a draw in the first place, right? He was never a draw for ECW. He was never a draw for WWE. He's never a draw anywhere he's been. He's just been another member of the roster. It just so happens to be quite passionate about what he did. I get that. He's a nice guy. Everybody loves him. But you didn't buy a ticket to see Tommy Dreamer. Right? That's not what you did. That's not what he did. So why is he on the fucking telly for Impact Wrestling now in his mid-50s? <clears throat> I'm hurting my throat. Bully Ray, on the other hand, can still go. Bully Ray is still in great shape. Bully Ray is still fantastic on the mic. Bully Ray could still have some fantastic views of people, as he proved with Joss Alexander. This is garbage. Absolute garbage. And completely spoils every bit they built up with Bully Ray. They built Bully Ray up. He was doing a fantastic job. And now he's just turned to garbage again. You could have put him in. You could have helped use him, build up someone like Steve Macklin, you know, ahead of, 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 of rebellion, making him look like an absolute beast before he got in the ring with Josh Alexander at rebellion. But no, he's going to be, he's, he's going to be fighting Tommy dreamer in some like fucking friendship match. I mean, I just don't even understand what this segment is about. It's just bollocks. So what do you guys think? You know, what do you guys think in the chat of, of this whole thing? Right. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not like, and this is the thing, right? I don't dislike Tommy dreamer. In fact, I really like Tommy dreamer. Okay. I think he's got so much to offer the company. I just don't want to see him in the ring anymore. He's got nothing to offer. And he's taken away screen time from great talent that should have been on that pay-per-view. Great talent could have been on there. There was loads of people missing. You had, like, Trey Miguel doing a run-in. What the fuck? That dude should have been in a match. He should have been in a match. 
for the X Division title. He should have been facing somebody for the X Division title, not running in and then getting absolutely dropped by PCO. We'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> what is that about? I, oh, I, <laughs> I, I, I watch Busted Open. I do. I watch Busted Open. But I tell you now, a busted open match between Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer. I mean, what I can is see, it about? I can see, I can see what if it's going about? through the TV. It's just, it's going to be another hardcore match, basically. Um, oh, no, no, yeah, no, no, it's just no, a hardcore no, match. No, 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 I mean, for I mean, me, it's obvious. It's, it's, it's a first blood match, isn't it? A busted hopefully. open match is a first blood match called something else. Yeah, that, that, that's what crossed my mind when I, I um, heard about it too. It, it, it's going to be a first blood match. Uh, I'm hoping if this. How, well, when this happens, that's it. And then they put the lid in it and move on because, um, like like you said, it just completely um, killed all the momentum. Bully Ray uh, um, and Wow Factor Bully Ray had when he came in and or came back, came back um, at Bound for Glory. It's just it's all gone in about twenty minutes. And you know, I said to you. Uh, before we came on that match that Crazy Steve had between Miguel, that could have been there, and and, and you know that that should have been there. You know the, the match we had on the digital media exclusive, which we were talking about later on, that could have been there, and it and and Trey Miguel, like when I, I said to you as well before we came on, Trey Miguel coming out at the end of the, the whole four-way number one contendership match, that was just a bit of an insult too. You know, Trey Miguel could have had a match against Sammy Callahan or someone. He, he uh, you know. Because it doesn't again, matter who he had the match against. Yeah, he could have had a match against a returning Laredo kid as he's now fit to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't know, but my point here is that you know you wasted twenty five minutes on a load of bollocks, which nobody fucking wants to see anybody anyway, right? It's just crap. Nobody wants to see it. Nobody cares, right? You know, and like I said, I am not taking any anything away from Tommy backstage. I think. Having Tommy Dreamer backstage is amazing. And, you know, the odd little segment where he pops in and, you know, gives someone a pet talk or, you know, you know, he's part of a backstage moment, that's fine. But for God's sake, we don't need him in the ring. Like, all those talent, all that talent on that roster, and you're wasting it on Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. What, what is going on? It's just stupid. It's ridiculously stupid booking, and it's driving me mad because you don't want it. You know, no. what fans wants to see that? I don't, no, I people, just don't get it. I, I, no, I, 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 you've pretty much, you've taken all the words out of my mouth and that I, what I need to say, you know, because I've been, I've been critical of other companies doing the same thing. So I'm not going to be, be backing anybody up at this time or making excuses. You know, it pissed me off as well. It took, like I said before, it took a lot out of, a lot, a lot out of the whole event for me. And that on top of yeah. the bloody sandwiches we had, that just, it, it made this whole event probably one of the uh least impressive of for a very long time and this whole segment was one of the worst i've seen since we had alberto patron and our scenarios go at each other <laughs> it's just a joke mate it's just an yeah. absolute joke and it, and like anna's saying it was just also it was just too long yeah that's the biggest, come out, little biggest. 10 minute segment gone then, 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 yeah, maybe I could have bought it, but it just seemed to go on. There was moments where, like, Bully, like, the, the, the bit where they were waiting for Bully to say something, but it took longer than 60 seconds before he even said a word anyway. Like, it just seemed to be, look, all the... Yeah. All that crap. What the hell? 
just it was just shit. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that's my rant over. I've said my piece. Um, you know, I love Impact Wrestling, but this was just shit, and uh, I I don't want to see it. I I just don't want to see it. And I'm gonna from now on, I think anything to do with with Tommy Dream, I'm just gonna fast forward it because I've got absolutely zero interest. <laughs> And he ain't wrong. So Roos ain't wrong. You know, he's he's backing up the bison. You know, we're we're sticking together, me and Tories. We're sticking together, right? Just be aware. That is not an appropriate question. <laughs> uh yeah, anyway. So uh we then go backstage, got Steve Macklin. Hopes that Rich Swan becomes Impact World Champion tonight because Macklin bows to become number one contender, and he's clearly proven that he can defeat Swan already. So there we go. Um, I'm a massive Steve Macklin fan, and like I said, I I really, really desperately wanted to see Bully um, with you know facing Steve Macklin and you know some sort of feud there leading up to Rebellion. Who knows? We still might get a Macklin match. With Bully Ray, we just have to wait and see. And I just felt that the way Bully put Steve Mac, you know, the you know over the top in that uh, number one contender at Hard to Kill, uh, it was almost set that yeah. up for a feud between them. It's almost set it up. So I don't understand what what that was all about. But anyway, so we then get Steve Macklin versus Brian Myers versus Heath versus PCO in a four way number one contenders match. Um, Basically, everyone swarms PCO at the opening bell, which is probably unexpected, which is probably expected. Um, PCO quickly fights back and colliding with Macklin and sending him over the top rope. He's launching, launches himself off the apron with a scent on. That was pretty cool. Taking out uh, Macklin and Myers. Macklin unleashes the Scud missile. PCO is next to fly as he soars with the PCO saw uh, to the outside. Myers hits PCO with um, a back body drop and uh, off the stairs, his back thudding on the floor. And you actually felt that. that, 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 Yeah, yeah, you felt that. painful. Macklin Myers hit PCO with a double suplex on the ramp. Myers almost puts Heath away with a spear, uh, reminiscent, of course, of his, uh, you know, his his mentor, Edge. Uh, it, It was a really good spear, I have to say. PCO... Uh, hits the PCO saw on Myers, but Eddie Edwards blindsides him with a shovel at to, to the back. Um, the action then continues as Heath gives Myers a wake up call. Macklin hits the Kia, uh, keep the is it the Kia? Is it the Kia? Oh, I don't know, something like that on to win the match. I said Kia to win the match, um, and become the number one contender for the Impact World Title. So Steve Macklin defeats obviously Brian Myers, Heath, and PCO. Um, and is the man. He basically is the man. So I thought this is a really good match. Lots of stuff going on. All of these guys look really good. I, I really think they, they look really good. Um, after the match, this is this is another bit weird. After the match, X Division champion Trey Miguel complains that he's not on the show. Rightly so, in my opinion. Miguel continues to run his match. Off and PCO has had enough. Uh, choke slamming him onto the hardest part of the ring. Um, this segment made no sense. Again, it's like we've had the we've had this twenty five minute bullshit segment, which has taken the place of say an extra vision match that we could have had with Trey Miguel. 
so what we'll do is we'll make him come out and complain about it. Um, and then we'll get PCO to basically destroy him, which then sets up a match for him at the tapings. That's exactly what's happened here, right? To me, that's lazy as fuck. Really lazy booking. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me, guys. Um, that's really lazy booking, and it made no sense whatsoever. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Didn't like it. Um, I don't know. What do you think about all of this at this point, Joe? Well, the, the match itself, I love the match. The match, um, as so much went on in this match, it's pretty hard to, to, to pick out a highlight. I like the way Eddie Edwards got in, involved, got a bit of revenge on PCO and took him out, and the finish was brilliant. And you know, Steve Macken was going, obviously going to win. Just how he won was, was, was great. And now we got that long-awaited um, build-up between Macken and Josh Alexander coming. That's something re- yeah. I'm really looking forward to. That was just long-term storytelling 100%. coming together perfectly. 100%. Uh, the Trent Miguel segment, I can understand Trent Miguel, Trent Miguel going pissed off and coming up. I can see it leading to a match with him in PCO and maybe him, PCO and Black Tories versus Trent Miguel and Eddie Edwards to, to keep their rivalries going on for a bit longer while the Raider kid gets back into the ring to go and against Trent Miguel. Um, but again, again, it's more, it was more like a, a really cheap way to set up a match or match two for the next couple of weeks. It wasn't didn't really add anything to it in general. And it, uh, the last 25 minutes could have been used to, for something a lot better. Um, mm. But I, I, I love this match. It was one of the one of the better matches of the night. And um, I just wish we didn't have that crap beforehand because that was still weighing on my mind for a lot of this match. Until, until um, um, so, so it just broke, broke my concentration a bit more on what, what was to come for the rest of the night. But I really did enjoy this match. I did as well. I, I thought it was a great match. I think it had everything you needed, loads of storytelling. There was some story development in there as well. Um, and I think, you know, this was a really solid match. It, you know, that when it was before this, proper slowed it down. It slowed, it just totally ruined the momentum of the show to that point. So now they had a hard job to get us all back into it again. And it wasn't until about halfway through before I, again, I was like, I was left bemused at what would happen before. Um, and it took me half a match before I was even into it. Um, but, you know, that that's my thoughts on all of that, you know, definitely. Can I just say a quick hello to Courtney? I know she's popped in there. Um, anyway, we then moved on. We've got Time Machine, obviously, um, the World Tag Team Champions, Motor City Machine Guns with Kushida. Versus the Bullet Club, uh, Ace Austin and Chris Bay with, of course, Kenta. Um, I love this match! Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love this match as well. I did. Now, you know, of course, you know, here's the rundown on this one. It's a stalemate in the early going. It's Kenta and Kushida jockey for position. The guns gain the first advantage of the match with their signature brand of high-octane offense on ace say uh on ace saber knocks bay um and kenta off the apron allowing for an assisted triple team drop kick uh from time uh from time machine which was pretty cool the assault continues um as kushida and shelly hold kenta down for a drop kick from saban ace or 
Fosbury. Um, as Bay follows up with the aerial attack at his own to take out Time Machine. Kushida hits uh, a rolling forearm on Kenta, followed by a Pele kick uh, to create some much-needed separation. Saban and Shelley inadvertently collide with one another. Uh, moments later, Saban accidentally kicks his other partner, Kushida. Kenta hits Saban with a top-rope double-foot stomp for two. Amazing. That was a two-count. Um, where have we got to? Saban counters the go to sleep into the brain buster on Kenta. Saban that counters, yeah. Saban counters the art of finesse into the German suplex, then spikes Ace with a tornado DDT. Kushida hits a uh, hits a handspring back elbow on Ace, uh, but Bay prevents the following up uh, hoverboard lock. The action is fast and furious as Ace stra- uh, traps Saban. In in the backside to uh, in the backside for the win. Now it's been a bangarama. Obviously, Bullet Club, Kenta, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay defeat Time Machine, um, which is which I'm sure is obviously going to set up a match between Ace Bay um, and Motor City Machine Guns. Um, you could see this one coming um, a mile off. However, uh, I didn't care because this match was phenomenal. Um, yeah. I enjoyed every single moment of it. Um, interestingly enough, I didn't think Kent had gotten as much as I thought he was going to. Um, however, he did look heavily strapped on one of his yeah. arms and legs. Uh, so I don't know what you know. I what think I think that they're keeping Kent to as fresh as possible because he's going to be at, he's going to be on the New Japan special this month as well. So they they brought him there to show that he's going to be there, and I think you know, they're trying to, basically trying to keep him as fresh as possible for for his match. Um, well, I know that the following day he was facing Josh Alexander in a world title match. So yeah, but know. it was so so good. It was good to see him. This match was match of the night for me. It was incredible. I honestly thought the um, Motor City Shingans, I thought Time Machine would, would, would win, and it would carry on the right. Um, but I can see them getting um, challenged by the Bullet Club now at Rebe- for a match at Rebellion. And yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, it's been building to that since November when they were, when we saw them talking to them to each other backstage. Then before Chris Ace and Bay went to um, Japan, so it's it's just it's, yeah, it's just uh, it's just coming coming together brilliantly. And the match was incredible. There was so much went on in this match. It was so well paced. And Ace and Bay once again just showing how how incredible they are. And, and how incredibly! I mean, this is definitely it's definitely up there as a man. It's definitely one up there as a match of the night, if match not the right match of the night. It probably yeah. was match of the night, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. We then get the Knockouts World uh, Champion Mickey James uh, versus Masha Slamovich, obviously for the Knockouts World Championship. Uh, the match went down a bit like this. Uh, James targets the arm of Slamovich in the opening moments of the match. James hits a super kick for an early two count. Slamovich counters the Mick DDT, dropping her throat uh, first onto the top rope. James gives new meaning to hardcore country as she bites the tongue of Slamovich. That was pretty cool. Uh, While Slamovich is licking her face, I might add. Uh, But there you go. Um, (laughs) That was crazy. Moments later, Slamovich locks in the uh, uh, Kimura to do some serious damage. James hits a Hurricane Runner out of the corner, but Slamovich shuts her momentum down with a dropkick. Slamovich dives through the ropes, colliding with her on the outside. 
back in the ring, James hits the net breaker, giving, giving her um, a window of opportunity. James almost puts Sarmovich away with her signature uh, seated sent on. Sarmovich counters another McDDT, uh, McDT attempt. Um, but James nails her with the Mick kick uh, for yet another near fall. Sarmovich puts in the rear naked choke, but the ropes force her to break the hold. James pins Slamovich on the corner uh, to escape with the knockouts world title intact. Now, is it me or was Mickey James absolutely awesome in this match? She was incredible. It was such, it was a good, a really good match. Um, she just, went stiff. She went yeah. stiff. You don't see Mickey go stiff very often. But she went stiff with uh, Masha. Masha was stiff with her. She was stiff with Masha. This was a badass match. Absolute badass match. Can I just say a quick hello to uh, Hassan, please? Uh, but yeah, this was a massive, um, was a really, really good match and proved that Mickey can go hard, proper hardcore. She can go stiff. Uh, it doesn't matter who she's in the ring with. She's going to look good. I think Masha, again, still looked amazing in the loss regardless um because she is just such a tough chick she is a tough chick yeah well um, masha slumovich brought out a really nasty side of jordan grace and she's done the same with mickey james now so she's she's doing what she's there to do bring out that much more aggressive side so when we see jordan grace and mickey james going against each other again we're not going to get a repeat of when she beat jordan grace we're going to get something a lot more nastier between and both of them are really really fired up at each other now even more, so this is it's going to be, be yeah, it's going to be, be really, really good. This match was incre- was incredible. Um, it, I thought it was brilliant. But, I, it yeah, it, but it, the, the six man tag match before it was just so good. It took it just outshone the rest of the matches for me. This match was uh, out of the last two. This was probably the, the one that suffered the most, but it was still a really good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that, Barry. Barry's saying it was a great match, but at the end, both wrestlers had their shoulders down. I thought it was actually a draw. Um, interesting. Ooh, might be more controversy there, then. We might, might even get a freeway. Yeah, I might, have to, I, might have to, I might have to go and watch that again. I might have to go and watch that yeah. again. Or maybe that's maybe that was done on purpose to see if we get, um, yeah, like you say, a three-way at Rebellion. That would be interesting. Jordan, like a freeway. Masha, we love a freeway, <laughs> don't we, bud? We love a freeway. <laughs> Uh, but you never know. You never know where that's going to go, do you? You don't. No. Uh, but the, the tongue biting was funny. I, I loved it. Um, there you go. Anna thought it was Mashy of the Night. Yeah. It was the, damn the, good. Nicky James biting Mashy's sure. tongue was, was, that was, a, that was great too because normally to kiss the opponent to get them to break it. But no, not doing that with, not doing that with Mashy. I'm going to go one step lower. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mashy was licking her face. To be fair, yeah. Mashy was licking her cheek. So she thought, you know what? I'll bite that tongue <laughs> off, girl. Uh, but yeah, there you go. So um, Nikki's then... post about it on Twitter afterwards was, was brilliant too. <laughs> <laughs> it's savage. It's got, it's got to be clap up moment of the week if, if nothing else is going to be because that was just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the difference with WrestleMania 22 though, Mir, is that Mickey was a lot younger. Uh, but yeah, she could certainly go hardcore. There's no doubt about that. Anyway, we then head into the main event. We've got Impact World Champion Josh Alexander versus Rich Swan, uh, obviously for the Impact World Championship. Um, so 
Let's give us. I'll give you a quick rundown on that one, then we'll have a chat about it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought this was a good match. So here we go. Swan has Alexander's number um, as he's a split second away from landing a pinpoint super kick. Swan attempts to wear him down with Alexander counters with a suplex. Alexander hits a German suplex, then transitions into a bridge for two count. Uh, the fight spills to the outside where Alexander remains in control. Um, back in the ring, Alexander connects with a vicious. Just back elbow. Swan begins to build momentum with a, with an explosive rolling clothesline. Swan sends Alexander himself toppling over the top rope to the floor. Swan hits the step up, uh, corkscrew, colliding with Alexander. Alexander near the bottom of the ramp. Swan hits the rolling splash, but Alexander gets shoulder up in time. Swan spikes in with a poison runner, and it's still not enough. To put Alexander away. Swan goes to the to the handspring cutter, but Alexander cuts him off with a running crossbody. Alexander locks in the ankle lock, but Swan rolls through and sends him into the turnbuckle. Alexander hits the C4 spike, but Swan rolls away, preventing him from making the cover. Alexander drops Swan on the hardest part of the ring. Can't be the hardest part of the ring. Swan shows signs of life. Connected with the Phoenix Splash with a very close near fall. Alexander avoids the next Phoenix Splash attempt, then locks in the ankle lock. Swan knocks uh, the headgear clean off Alexander's head to break the hold. But both men exchange strikes in the middle of the ring. Swan hits the handspring cutter, but Alexander kicks out at two. Alexander counters another handspring cutter into a power driver. Alexander connects with the C4 spike to retain the Impact World title. I tell you what, mate, I, this was a really, really, really good match. Um, I think we had probably four absolutely fantastic matches uh, out of the, what, seven? Did we have seven? I think four of them were absolutely outstanding. And any one of those four could have been match of the match. Uh, sorry, match of the night. I have to say I'm going with the four-way, followed by the main event, followed by Mickey James for me. That's my top three. Um, either way, I think it was it was just a fantastic night. And, of course, Alexander celebrates for the Impact World title held high. No surrender goes off air. What did you think of this match, Joe? What do you think? I was I was blown away by this match. You know, I, um, Rich Swan never fails to impress me. Josh Alexander never fails to impress me. And I've been waiting to see Rich Swan getting that title match after such a long time. It was just great long-term storytelling. Great. This is where storytelling's done right. You know, this is just perfect. The chemistry that those two have in the ring is, is amazing. And the endurance Rich Swan showed that he has after once again is just amazing too. You know, he can take a beating from so so many people and, and keep going and going and going and not seem to um let up at all. It was just incredible. And there, there were so many spots in this match that were just wow, this is amazing. Wow, this is amazing. But the that, that finish that came counter to um to the spinning team and power driver, then to hit the C4 spike is just um, was amazing. Um obviously we expected Josh Alexander to win. But Rich Swan has got nothing to feel ashamed about, and I really do hope that we see him back in the, t- the title picture again soon. And I'm looking forward to seeing Josh Alexander. Yeah, so do I. Because, because Rich Swan is far from done from being in the world title ch- contention, and I'd love no, to see him. Versus Ma- I'd love to see him versus Macklin down the road. 
when Matt, mm-hmm. or if Macklin beats Josh Alexander. Okay, okay, that's good, good. Uh, Barry Monkey saying he was a it was a show of two halves <laughs> for me. Um, I was bored by the first half, and the four way was good, but three matches world. Yeah, the last the last three matches made up for the shit we had beforehand. Totally. That, well, that's why they were the last three matches. Yeah, you know, I love I love the dot combat match. That was amazing, and that was like the best stand up moment of the of the everything before it because there was no technical issues or anything. Otherwise, I would wouldn't be knocking down the knockout tag team match for um, as, as much as I have. But you know, then, <laughs> yeah. we got, then we got the, the atomic bomb minted um, God knows where. They think think someone think Impact Wrestling stepped into the void in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. So basically, overall, I think it was a seven and a half out of ten uh, pay per view. It literally just saved by the last three or four matches. Um, you know, to be fair, but it was a uh, you know, I mean, it was a fun match. You know, I wouldn't like it's it was sorry it was a fun it was a fun uh show uh but i wouldn't say it was an amazing show it was ruined by uh that ridiculous segment in the middle um and of course the sound issues as well so you know it just wasn't as good as it as it could have been but guys let's talk about the digital media exclusive match you had the design versus the decay um i've not watched it yet uh but have you watched it yet joe yeah, I have. It, it, it is a really good 10-minute match between Crazy Steve back to Ruth and Callahan, and not Callahan, sorry, Dina and Angels. So we yeah. got to see D- D- Dina wrestling once again, which is always good to see. Um, it, it was just a, a nice back-and-forth, good 10-minute match. So, yeah. so it, and it, it, it was just great to see. It was just a good. really good, fun match. So, guys, it's available at the moment if you are a Insider's uh, subscriber. If not, it'll be available for free at the weekend, as we always say. Um, I'm going to try and get in there and watch it. At the moment, we've got nothing um, released with regards to BTI as normal, which always seems to be the case before um, you know the, the the first sort of kind of taped, you know, freshly taped show um, after a, a, a special, always the same, or a pay per view. We don't get very many matches advertised, so. Uh, we then go into Impact Wrestling. We've got Shane Haste, um, who is making his debut versus Mike Bailey. Uh, I don't really know too much about Shane Haste, so I'm gonna I'm looking forward to seeing what this guy's all about. He looks a bit, he looks he looks a million bucks in the poster, so I'm looking forward to that. We've got Kenny King versus Kevin Knight. Well, we know Kenny King is badass, and we know that Kevin Knight. It's good to see Ke- good Kevin. Too. It's good to see him second round. So we should be in for a good match. Definitely. So I think we should be in for a good match there. We then got the match that was set up at No Surrender, Trey Miguel versus PCO. As far as I'm aware, it's not a title match. It's more of a grudge match. Uh, but, excuse me. But I'm not sure where this one is going. Um, I, I just don't get it. It's almost like give Trey and PCO something to do. Yeah, it's like a match filler to me. Um, I, I don't get it, but who knows? We might we might see something else. I just don't like the way it was set up. It was it was rubbish. Um, but hey, who knows? There but guys, go. BTI is Heath and Rhino versus Decay. Oh well, there we go. So we've got Decay again versus Heath and Rhino. So we're we're, we're getting some more. That's going to be good. That's going to be a good match. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm happy with that. We love a good tag team match. Uh, with regards to uh, Mercedes Monet versus Mickey James, I think that's coming. I think that's coming either at Rebellion or Slammiversary. 
Um, I think it's more likely to be Slammiversary because I think Mickey's going to drop the title before we get a match with Monet because I think the match with Monet is just going to be like an attraction match, uh, 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 like an attraction dream match. Yeah. And that's going to happen personally. I think that's going to happen at Slammiversary, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, that's just about all we've got time for this week, guys. But don't forget to tune in to the TNI Impact Review Show tomorrow night, which is live on YouTube and Twitch directly after Impact is aired on Access TV, like networking. Canada, Impact Plus, YouTube Insiders, and of course, the Zone. Please don't forget to head over to the TNI Patreon for exclusive extra content when you sign up. And of course, join our Discord where we uh, pretty much talk about everything Impact related and wrestling and other sports and films and all sorts of stuff. So go and check that out. All TNI shows are available to all of you listen on the go fans as audio only via SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And of course, guys, don't forget. Give us the old super sticker here and there. It means a lot. Um, we where can you where can we find you, Joe, on the socials? You can follow me on Twitter at JokeEmptySpace. <clears throat> you can jump onto Facebook or Twitter, look for hashtag empty space, hashtag enter the void, or you fancy to uh, uh fancy to take your taste buds and sense of humor, look for hashtag daily eagle, but approach it with an open mind and you just might keep your sanity. Uh, where can we connect with Steve? At you can simply f- Steve. 311? Yes. Yes! Yes! <laughs> At Simply Steve 311. Go and check that out. And of course, if you want to find me um, on Twitter, I am at Lord Bison45. Um, it would be great to connect with you guys on there if you haven't already. Um, and of course, don't forget to subscribe uh, or to follow at We Talk Impact. Um, because guys that's what we do we talk impact wrestling we love it and we talk about it very passionately so please take the time to help us out moving up the rankings on youtube by giving us a thumbs up and if you're new to us and you like what you see then please consider hitting that subscribe button Um, and don't forget of course to give that bell a tickle a squeeze or even a smash to never miss any of the great content coming out from the tni uk and us teams every single week in the scrotissimus region (laughs) (laughs) with all that said i have been bison and he has been the man from the void the joker and this has been episode 122 of impacted take care everyone take care guys take care we are We're